High Vibe Nation is live. Welcome to the High Vibe Nation, where we have set out to raise the vibration of every human being on the planet. Your hosts on this journey are Sherry Gideons and Pamela Aubrey. So let's join them now in their current interview with a high vibing individual. Hello and welcome to the High Vibe Nation, a revolution of love. It's time to rise and live your best life now. Welcome everyone and a very special welcome to our friend Adora Crystal Evans. She's the author of the book Majestic Money, the 30-day femme manifesting game. And she has led thousands of people throughout the world with her expert teaching to femme manifest, spiritual living, all while adding more fun so they can live their own sacred expression. And so as a seasoned entrepreneur, she went from a boarded up home with no electricity at 18 to working with celebs on the red carpet. And we're going to jump into her story and learn more about how all of that happened. So welcome, Adora. Thank you. Thank you. And I love being in the high vibe nation. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> so okay. great to have you here. And of course, you know that we love to talk about being high vibe. So tell us what it means to you to be high vibe. Oh, high vibe. I think gratitude. I think love, play, joy. Surrender is high vibe. Yeah, creation, inspiration, all the good juicy stuff. Sexy, <laughs> sexy is high vibe. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. So let's start out. I mean, my God, there's so much to your story. We want to know all about you. Tell us a little bit of how you got your start. I mean, from the beginning to where you are right now with this amazing new book that you have out. Oh, thank you so much. So um, I'm excited to be here with you, ladies. I just want to thank you for what you're doing on the planet. Uh, just it's so important for us to stay in high vibration. And it's a practice and it's an environment. And we create an environment with our connection and tuning into things that elevate us there. So I just love, 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 love what you're doing. And I love yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yes. So the people, I mean, the story people love to hear, I think, um, because we love no just knowing stories, right? Is that uh, I was living in a boarded up home with no electricity. And instead of buying or paying for my electricity, I invested in an Herbalife distributor kit. And um, at the time, I was 18 years old. I had already been divorced, married and divorced in high school. Um, I was supposed to be Bible club, pre I was Bible club president, but I was supposed to say prayer at graduation. I ran away with another guy in the middle of the night. Um, and I'd been molested age uh, 8 to 12. I'd lived with friends from the age of 15. So when I got that distributor kit, uh, the home I was living in, it didn't have sheetrock. And it was a great family. Let me rent it for $50 a month. Um, and it was on stilts. And, you know, life was looking pretty grim because it was a small town. 
And, you know, once you lay your reputation down in a small town, it takes a bit to recover, become or reinvent. And so, hello, Christopher. Um, it's like Captain Sparrow there. <laughs> so that's what I thought of just in the peripheral. Um, yeah, so. Um, he's a yeah, great, I, he's a great Captain Sparrow though. Yeah, <laughs> he is, he is. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna just have to stop reading the comments. I'm gonna be like, eh, eh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So um, what was so cool is that I found Jim Rohn in a cassette tape on my Walkman. And that moment with Jim Rohn in my living room changed everything uh, for me because he basically was saying, look, you're going to arrive. You're in a metaphorical sailboat. You're headed in a direction. You're sailing in a direction and you're going to end up at this destination. And if you don't know where that destination is, look at where you've already been, look at the choices you've made, look at you know how you grew up. And I thought, oh crap, you know? And then he said, but you can set your sail in a new direction. That's all it takes. And you'll end up at a different destination. He said, it may take you longer than other people, but you will get there if you just don't give up. And that lit this fire in my heart. and every cell of my body i knew like wow there's something possible that's different for me and so uh with that jim Rohn also said go you know go find mentors and i thought oh no how am i gonna do that and then he said the library is full of people that have taken their life's wisdom and they put it in a book and you can go to the library and get it for free and so there was something else that he said, and he was basically like, look, if you don't believe in yourself, but you're buying into what I'm saying, then believe in my belief in you. And so I did just everything in my body was like a yes to that. And I read 75 self-development books that year. Um, I had my first 8,000, it was just under $8,000 check. Thank you, Christopher. Um, it was just under $8,000. It was a one time only because I still had some things to learn about leadership and consistency. But what it showed me is that if I just stayed the course and kept applying what I was learning, that life could be different. And it was a little, like I always say, it was like the stock market on an up trend like it's not like it just went straight up it went down hard and up high and down but overall you could see a climb happening um and so i always thought in that moment ah just one day i could do something if i could inspire someone and be in a book and write a book um and just help people the way that this person and all these people that I, I fell in love with right after, you know, Tony Robbins was my next guy. And I, I read all the, all the greats, uh, Louise Hay and uh, Doreen Virtue, everybody, everybody I could get my hands on uh, their books or their audios. And so um, I've manifested so many crazy things from, you know, stripping in a nightclub, cause that happened later. So I had an up, got married again, uh, found myself, you know, leaving a relationship and um, the jazzercise outfit that I had, I heard wasn't that far from their waitress outfits. And then I just progressed into dancing. 
And when I, I found myself, I'd been someone there put Rohepnol and hot tea and, and raped me um, at this kind of dark moment, but also one of those monumental, like something's got to change. Like mm -hmm. that's the thing about crazy moments like that. They put you at this crossroads where you either go, okay, I am seriously done. Or, you know, they, you could take them another way. For me, it was a done moment. And I was sitting with, um, I can't see you ladies. I'd love to see one of you. <laughs> there you go. It's so weird. I'm oh, like, I feel like you're talking to yourself. Because like, hey, Adora, you're looking. <laughs> no, I love myself. But I love seeing your faces. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so what ended up happening is I read Thinking Grow Rich. And mm -hmm. in that book, uh, Deafness of Purpose, I wrote down if I could do anything, uh, I would love to interview successful people like Napoleon Hill, but be paid for it. And hi, Tressa. And so Tressa's here. All the all the vibes. Um, I feel like we got I our ladies here. The hair flip. If you're there, like flip, flip your hair. Yeah, <laughs> that's high vibe for sure. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was so crazy because no one knew, hi, Cindy, no one knew that I wrote down that I wanted to be paid to interview successful people. A guy called me and said, hey, there's a job I had in my 20s. You'd be great. I can get you the interview. You're going to have to pass the test. So I buried that I'd ever been a dancer. Yeah, dude, flip your hair. It's okay, Or like, you know, shake it, do something. All right. So, um, so it was so cool because I got the job and my job was interviewing CEOs of 10 million plus companies. And my name ran as a producer on the Discovery Channel. Uh, for Pat Summerall Productions. So I was just like, you know, keep giving me this stuff because what I learned is, yes, life's crazy. Things are going to happen. Someone's going to throw, you know, the COVID at you or something. You know, life happens, but with the right tools, with the right vibration, with the right focus, with a continued, you know, focus that we really are co-creators of reality, that you can set an intention in your heart, no matter how far it seems. And if it's really aligned with the truth of who you are, you will find the way, or really it's like, it finds you, you know? Mm -hmm. it, um, so that just put me on this whole journey. I got this nickname as the celebrity connector. I got to work with Jim Rohn, Brian Tracy. Wait, so just, just to pause for a moment. So you're 18, you're 18 living in this house, just like voraciously reading and, you know, like all the wisdom of these people from years and years of teaching. Yeah. That's really remarkable. And so then you step into this new role. Yeah. Well, and at that new role, I was probably like 23 because I did my network marketing thing, got married, got divorced, became a stripper in a nightclub, had another eye-opening experience. And then, yeah, then I'm not even done with thinking grow rich and I'm interviewing these people and my you know, the turnover rate there was crazy because, 
you know, people just weren't accustomed to calling CEOs and it's not the same, but I was reading Augmandino, The Greatest Salesman. I had all these books about CEOs and their minds. And I was, you know, and I would visualize Pat Summerall speaking to me and like, hey, go get a great show produced today. And I would, and I wasn't even done with the book. So for me, I was living this incredible dream. You know, it, it yeah. didn't feel like a, a task to, I was just coachable and, um, you know, doing the deal. So yeah, it was pretty incredible. And from that, the skill set that I learned there, mm -hmm. Pam, uh, that, you know, opened up people calling me and saying, hey, mm -hmm. if you want to be able to get through the gatekeeper to someone influential, she's your go-to girl. And at first, those were all the, you know, Dennis Waitley, Dan Millman, Shakti Gawain, Ayan Levanza, all the what the bleep do we know people. And it mm -hmm. just, it's funny because here we go, talk about Greg Reed, Sherry, yeah. and manifestation and the power of your words is that at some point, Greg Reed, Dennis Waitley, different people were saying, okay, Adora, well, what can we do for you? And I was like, I don't know, but when I know, I'll let you know. And so Greg and Dennis, through some brainstorming, I think Matt Morris too, I ended up getting the nickname um, Celebrity Connector. Hold on. <coughs> Woo! Yes, you do. Yes, I'm healthy. And uh, thank you, Cindy, I'm healthy, but I just had a tickle. So, um, so Celebrity Connector is the nickname that they give me but at that time, my celebrities were Jim Rohn, Brian Tracy, Louise Hay. And then I end up living with uh, Elaine Hendricks, who she was in What the Bleep Do We Know? But yep. she was also the stepmom in Parent Trap. And she's yep. now in Dynasty. I mean, she's been an actress, nonstop superstar, the, the, on and on. She's been a regular actress. And while I was there, I ended up meeting a designer randomly and working, walking red carpets regularly, working with different celebrities, dressing, yep. got to dress uh, Rihanna, Katy Perry, Cher. Like, uh, we wow. were when the peace signs came out again in like 2006, seven. That was us because she started the Peace Gallery and we were putting peace signs in Entourage, like on red carpets. Yeah, and so, you know, the celebrity connector, because they nicknamed me, that ended up calling me forward, right, mm -hmm, into mm -hmm. the world of what the world calls celebrities. I do, too. But, you know, mm -hmm. even though it wasn't my intention, that's how powerful. What well, we let me step up. For, I want to point that out, what so you're perfect. saying, because literally the same thing for myself. You know, I'm in Las Vegas, 1997. I too am living as a stripper, um, you know, doing those things that I thought that I needed to do in order to make money so that I could, you know, have more freedom in my life, how I could support my children. And then fast forward, the same thing, very much like yourself. I have a near death experience. I'm walking homeless on the streets and I'm living in the library mm -hmm. and, and I'm doing the same thing very much as yourself reading, you know, 75 books, one after the other, at the other. And then all of a sudden, all these people are showing up in my life. But the one thing that I like to say that was really the deep down cause of it all 
is, is I started to dare to be myself. Yeah. I started to pull up from within me more joy, yeah. that feeling and vibration of more laughter and more happiness. Mm -hmm. And I think that it was from that awareness of being that more in myself is what attracted just like yourself, you know, the Greg Reeds and the Bob Proctors and the Mary Morrissey's and the people just like yourself that have shown up in your life. And would you say that's very much what was happening inside of you? You were being from this higher vibration of joy? Yeah, so I do. I'm so glad you brought that up because um, yes and no, Okay. right? So mm -hmm. because when you start there, it's not like, yes, I choose the baton of joy. I'm not like, <laughs> right. it's the place that I stand all the time. Yeah. What? You know, like, it's like, I wanted that and I had pockets. And so whoever's listening, I think that's one of the most important things to know is you don't have to get it right all the time. Right. You just have to get like, find those pockets and anytime you think about it, yes, dare to be true. <laughs> anytime you find space that you're aware and you've got to plan it, right? So I was planning with my affirmations, with listening to things with, and then the other, whatever, 90% of the time, all the old stuff was going on in the background, right? Yep. Meeting my, yep. myself, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so you don't have to be perfect. In no. fact, like, I would say some of my biggest manifestations, they didn't happen because I was consistently suddenly a rock star at being high vibe and amazing and getting it right. In fact, it was probably more like 90% in the shiz. <laughs> fertilizer, by the way. I love y'all the Van Zandt. If the shiz is piling up, it's because a nice plant, the stuff is about to grow for you. But, <laughs> but, but there were pockets that I got it right. Mm. And, and that's one, it gives me chills because there's so much grace in the world for us. The, the, the world is meant for us to evolve and grow. It's our nature. So you don't have to get it right all the time. Just when you find a pocket that you can just make it bigger and be there in the moment when you're in the bath and you go, oh, I've been, I'm irritable. Okay, what can I do to relax a little? Maybe it's the warm water. I'm just gonna, oh, that feels so good. I'm so grateful for the warm water. Mm -hmm. If you can just like find a space to blow up bigger, 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 or squeeze into, um, it was really that, yes, I was nurturing those things mm -hmm. and I was taming my wild mind not taming like domesticating but the negative thoughts i was replacing i was and and it was still probably the majority of the opposite yeah. but all it took was like a one good pocket and boom like a major life leap would happen for me right and then you know over time and consistency the beautiful thing that happened is that i went from say 15 years ago where I'd have to be like, 
I love you. Oh, but that's life is really, you know, I love you. No, I love you, girl. I love, oh, why did you do that? Why did you do that? You're so dumb. Why no, I love you. You're beautiful. Yep. You're smart. Yep. You're brilliant. Where yep. now it's like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, ooh, you are fly, girl. Like there's less now because of consistency. Yes. I have a way of being that is more consistently high vibe and and I still do the stuff, you know, to nurture it. So thank you for that. Not always up and can find a positive moment when needed. Glad to know that those bad, yeah. And the bad does not like a good pocket can just wash and clear and open so much space. So, you know, we, we've got to release the things that aren't serving us. We've got to be, yeah you know, graceful with ourselves, know that we're training a new mind. And so it's okay if, you know, it's not always like, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. um, but then you have practices for getting in there, right? You have practices and Sherry, like you for the big leaps, um, like writing my book. Thank you, Cindy, for like the big leaps for like writing my book that had moments of pure terror that came up like fear of rejection fear of not getting it right fear like all this stuff that before my story was like i'm just not ready like an angel is going to come and shake me and move through me and then a book's going to arrive and then one day i realized like no to be a writer you've got to sit down and write and then you know do that consistently and then the stuff will come and mm -hmm. i certainly had those wild inspired moments um but during writing the book there there was a whole new wave of fear of terror of like why do i feel angry and like i'm going to pass mm -hmm. out and Oh, it's because you're scared you're going to be rejected and you're bringing your life goal and dream to the table and just going, taking that little girl and going, it's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. I love you. You're safe. And using the tools of like, you know, I say my affirmations. I listen to them every morning. It's like 30 minutes. I call it a body prayer. I listen to it while I'm working out. During those fear times, I would like shout them, you know, and listen to them and pray over my walls. And like, I had to do a lot of extra stuff. And so I'm saying that to say, again, it's even with all the work, even with amazing experiences and evidence upon evidence upon evidence that I'm called, supported, loved, even after thousands, hundreds and thousands of hours of stuff going into my mind, I still had moments and still have them when I wake up and I'm not being who I want to be, but it's, that's okay. It's about, mm -hmm. then I stop and go, okay, what do I need to generate myself right now? Like, who do I say I am? And then I'll stop and be like, right now I claim my radiance in the middle of chaos. And I know that as I claim that I'm worthy, even though I feel like shiz right now, that I'm claiming it on behalf of my daughter, that every woman who feels this way has the right to be blessed, to eat, to thrive, to travel, to love. And I choose it right now, right here in this space, you know? And so sometimes it takes more than others. And over time with practice, your natural way of being is that high, like, you know, I have more 
confident thoughts these days and not like I truly see myself as so sexy. Like I'm like, am I just getting sexier or is <laughs> my mom? I like the both sides. Yes, I am getting sexier. And at the same time, my my inner wisdom and all that, you know, journey of like everything you said, being myself, loving myself, mm-hmm. and then the practice yeah. of yeah. And then even with all of that, all you need is a good little pocket, right? And you can <laughs> shift everything. So it's not about perfection. Yeah. I and it's not because I think, you know, we we do. Like, you know, we, we want to stay in that space. And part of it's because, you know, good things happen in that space. So you're like, I just want to stay in that space all the time. But I really think that you make a great point that there's a lot of value in not being in that space. Because it actually helps us to expand. And we're always in, in that process until, you know, we're not here. <laughs> I yeah. think that's such a, I mean, I think that's really beautiful to just like, it's like we can allow ourselves to just be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and the one one major thing that allows us to let go of because this was a stopper for me sometimes is like, Oh no, I'm not in that space. How do I get myself back in that space? Right. And all of that is like, eh, eh, I'm not good enough. I'm not there yet. I don't know. No, no. It's like its own kind of chaos. And it sounds, feels different for everyone, but, um, but it's more of the same of like, you're not there yet. What's wrong with yep. you? You've got to do this. Yep. You've got to diet on Monday. you got to stop mm-hmm. eating chocolate. you got to, you know, it's <laughs> all that. Yes. Well, you know, it's so funny you say that because, you know, the I always like, look, like to look in the mirror and I like to talk to myself in the mirror and the girls, my twins are always saying to me, who are you talking to? You know, and I'm always talking to myself and I always say, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you. And I have this new saying because I have this this new mentor that's come into my life and Pam's life as well. And he's just an amazing person. But one of the things he has a saying now is in that moment, say, I know your name. It is mm. love. Mm. Return to your original position. Go mm. upwards. Thank mm. you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Because he teaches us that this divine arrow is always going straight. That's the divine purest self. It's the blue energy. It's going straight up. But we hit these roadblocks, which we call it the green stuff. And he says what tends to happen is is when we hit this roadblock where here's the blue energy going up into a roadblock, it wants to go back down. So when you just say to that part of yourself, I know your name, it is Mm. love. And we return back to the original position. And I love, you know, like in your book, how you talk about these sorts of things. Like, you know, the game, the the manifesting game is is all about having these practices that you've set up. And I mean, I read through that book and I'm just like, whoa, this is so right on, dialed in. And then you take it and you activate it with what I call a, a, a prayer treatment, which, you know, in religious science is a prayer treatment. Mm-hmm. And, and then it activates you back in to that divine self, mm-hmm. that pure self. I love it. Thank you for that a- acknowledgement. It's been so fun to see 
something that I created because I needed it, because I desired it, uh, which those are the clues, right? When we follow what we love and what we need um, to show your magic sexy after 60. Yeah, I just, I love, just like you're focusing on high vibes here, whenever I'm focusing on manifesting and creating as that God self that we all are, um, I'm more intentional and magic just keeps flowing and flowing, flowing. And it's kind of like the thing that if you get, you start eating cleaner and then your body feels real great and you're really paying attention and you see your body chiseling and you're energized and your skin's clearing up, and then you get a little loosey goosey with it. And before you know it, you know, you're still doing pretty good, but you're a little sluggish. And, you know, the jeans are a little, my daughter, I put on a pair of these shorts. She was like, Mama, those are my jeans. how are you going to get in those? I'm like, give me, give me a month. I've been enjoying you know, it. on the kids for honesty. It was pretty funny, but um, yeah. So manifesting is the same way for me. It's like I, I, I'm a passionate person, and I think passionate people, wherever we are, it's like it's gonna be big, you know. So if I'm wherever I'm focused, it's gonna go. So the majestic money game. I've had so many crazy manifestations. Everything like without a college education, everything from dancing for Telemundo, to walking red carpets, to senior writer for fashion and art magazine in Egypt, to penthouse on the beach, you know, with a maid, a chef, a company car, and all of them were like a good pocket. I found a good pocket where I was just playful and like a little girl, like, wow. And I wasn't even in planet mode it was really and not even in like okay it's time to create my reality you know it was just like i'm just inspired and i want to write like what would be really fun and i and all those times i think i had actual colored pencils or colored markers and i was drawing and just and then boom like amazing major life leaps that i couldn't like oh you're a producer on tv and you were a stripper right. a month ago you know oh you're and and none of those were through connections of because i knew someone or it was really like the designer i just walked in her store and i didn't know she was sitting there and i was eyeing mm. to someone and she said sit down let me read your astrology i want you here you know like it, they were all really wild things and so i love when i'm focused right and so i love helping people focus and when i'm reading other books because i read as many as i can mm -hmm. um i'm always like man it's over like, I don't want it to be over. And so I thought, wouldn't it be great if there was this 30-day game that you could do again and again? And at the same time, I was learning the difference in my femme manifesting energy and my masculine manifesting energy, which I love both so much. But my masculine was like the go make it happen, right. you know, read, learn how to do a podcast, learn what you, you know, learn all the tech stuff. And I rely on that part of myself so much, but the femme, man, she can just bring, it's just like, she just is. And like magic happens. It's nice. like, 
divine masculine is just like, I worship you, but here, you want roses? I, mean, I look at her like, bring me the diamonds, you know, bring me the- <laughs> Bring on, bring on. I love that. Like, I love that part of myself. <laughs> and I love both parts. Like my masculine part wants to climb, you know, the mountain and feel the sweat. And then and my feminine is like, I arrived in a helicopter and there was a muscular man feeding me strawberries, you know? <laughs> like they're two different, they're both beautiful, but the most amazing things, those, like I never would have imagined it so beautiful. That came from my feminine, playful, beautiful, and most people, don't know that there is a femme manifesting. And they also, as women, when you don't know that, it's like, but that's the machine you came in, yes. you know? So once you learn it, it's like you are on super charging. Well, and I was like, isn't that kind of like you're you're like getting into your flow, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of like really allowing yourself to just be, just be you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As a woman. Yeah, as a woman, and it starts with that deep, deep self love because it's in that body. Like I love to say, I love to get, if you're a woman or a man, you haven't thought of your femme energy, which everyone starts as a woman in the womb or female. And then, you know, there's some weeks that go by and then you go male or female or you stay female. Um, is that through a woman's body, we are the original portals. Like a spirit mm -hmm. comes from nowhere, lives in your body, and then becomes a physical walking thing like clay. You know, like if you're thinking of, oh, here's spirits floating around, you know, and then you get to squeeze into a body. Well, that happens through the portal of a woman. A woman is from the other world to the physical world. It's through her body. So in our DNA, there are these codes for how do you bring spirit into reality, whether it's a, a child, an actual child, or a you know vision of something into physical form. And so it's just, it's so beautiful. So when I think part of it is with women being taught for different reasons to disconnect right. to their bodies, whether it's because we want you to buy our makeup or our Spanx, which I love Spanx, you know, I really do. So I'm not knocking them. And I love makeup, obviously. Yeah. Um, but there's been millions of dollars meant to feel us meant to make you feel like you're not going to be good enough or cool mm -hmm. enough until you go purchase these things or look mm -hmm. a certain look a way. Certain way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or do right. And so then add to that the sexual abuse and the mm -hmm. physical abuse that's happened. And when you take then women going, I'm a white woman wanting to look like Kim Kardashian or mm -hmm. I'm Kim Kardashian wanting to look like Sherry Gideon's, um, <laughs> you know, then it, it's so I love what we're doing. I mean, it's obvious in advertising that we are awakening, that we have all these body love campaigns. We have Barbies that are different figures and have different hair types. We have these uh, natural hair products that the, mm -hmm. the 
um, sisters. I, you know, I don't know the politically correct way to say it, but you know, we've, we've got, we're coming a long way. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and that is showing. And whenever as a woman or man, you are hating your body or jumping out of your body, then you don't have the access to those inklings in your body that are meant to tell you, Hey, you know, come over here, go over there. And a major part of femme manifesting, at least the beginning of it, is recognizing like, hey, this is my temple. This is my manifesting portal. The mm -hmm. secret from the whole universe and creation yeah. are right here. Um, I'm going to love this body. Mm -hmm. And again, you only have to find pockets, good pockets. Mm -hmm. Um to get that revving. So mm -hmm. it's, it's one, of, it's so interesting. And it's one of my very, very favorite things. Mm -hmm. And Sherry, you and I really connected on mm -hmm. um, how similar our stories were, but yeah. how, you know, when a woman is free financially, and when she is abundant and taken care of, she takes care of not only her children, but other children. Yeah. She builds schools, she feeds families, she forgives, you know, people, she's, you know, campaigning, and she's generous. And so, you know, women receiving their financial abundance and freedom and peace is so activating for manifesting and opening their voice, mm -hmm. opening their hearts, opening their wombs, and coming home to that, I love you, no matter what you look like, I love you, I love every freckle, I love every dot, I'm committed to you, I'm your number one fan, I worship you, adore you, celebrate you, care for you, like that alignment is such an activating agent and it, it is the, you know, it's one of the core messages in my book. Well, so let's talk about that for a second, because we have, you know, for those of um, women that are in our audience who are really wanting to understand manifesting, that, you know, like one of our um, audience members, she wants to know more about manifesting. Can we talk a little bit about what's in your book that sets a woman up to be able to start manifesting these sorts of things that you're sharing with us, the fun, the play, the, you know, the wealth, the, you know, all these things that we really want instead of what we don't want. Yeah. Yeah. So part of it is, um, I'm going to intuitively say it's a core message in this whoever is listening to this is remembering that you only need a small pocket of time, right? So whenever you can find a time and make it good, whether it's as small as what I talked about earlier, putting your hands in warm water and appreciating it and feeling it and allowing your senses to be present and grateful in that moment and then celebrating, I just had a freaking pocket of high vibration, beauty, love. Know that it only it only takes one of those. And then when you put one with another, with another, with another, and you may string it together just by going, look at you, you just enjoyed yourself. And guess what happens when you're doing that? You're in celebration and gratitude. And there you go again. Um, it starts there because ultimately you know, our lives are going to be their little moments strung together. So you string a little moment with another moment, with a moment you have an hour that flies by and you're like, wow, that was the best hour. Mm 
you know, I just came back from this little road trip and it was lots of little moments with my dad, with my nephews, you know, snacks at every stop for my nine-year-old, her talking in accents. And we did a little <laughs> tour of all these fast foods one night. Like we're going to go to Burger King and order whatever you want. Then we're going to go here. Then we're going to go there. And she was like trying out these accents and then going to French fries, like messing it all up. <laughs> but she was like cracking up, right? And so it was all, and then staying on the river and hiking in the rain and looking up at the trees and giggling and all those moments put together, that was a three day, four day epic road trip. But guess what? My life for those four days, I can measure and go, wow, what an amazing life, mm -hmm. right? So, so it starts with recognizing, manage your little moments, manage the little pockets instead of going, you know, I'll be happy when there's a million dollars in the bank. I'll be happy when my soulmate is here. No, you won't, because if you're not happy, guess what you're gonna, but if you get a soulmate, you're gonna be like so bitchy. <laughs> and he will be too, because you're gonna be like, now I wish I had a house, or I don't know, it's gonna be something else, right? Because right. it's it's the way of being, and that way of being, that's how you, when we manage our way of being, our vibration, moment to moment to moment, now you create a quality of life. And that is the real measure. Like, was I peaceful? Was I happy? How did I feel today? So then when the million dollars arrives, you're not like, you know, you've already got a practice, a neurological practice, an energetic practice of gratitude, of love, of generosity, of peace with or without the money. Right. And so so the vibration is happy and you have that consistency regardless. So that's number one. Then two is knowing those high ideas that, look, you are if there's a God, the masculine there's a God, the feminine, if there's male, female in whatever version of God, look, and we're in that image, then look around, there's male, female, everything, right? Yep. So as a woman, this is what the, this is what God in feminine form as a woman looks like. So accept that and like, wow, this is what divinity as a human being in feminine form expressed looks like as Pamela, as Sherry, as Tressa, you know? And so accepting that and committing to, I'm gonna be my number one fan no matter what. Like I'm gonna have my back no matter what. Like I've got you. Like this is the, the body you're sitting in, the soul you've been assigned, the identity you've been assigned, that is your assignment. That's your core assignment. So like get out of everybody else's business and get into your own house. And like, am I caring for her? Am I loving her? Am I nourishing her? Am I feeding her? Am I thrilling her? You know, how am I, how am I taking care of the one soul I've been assigned first and foremost, right? So get back in your own body. <laughs> And, and like, you're going to be like judged, it's a heavy word, but like that's who you're, that's who you're assigned to. So start there and managing the moments and then playful imagination, like allow yourself, I call them imagination stations, you know, yes. so like, 
Yeah, yeah, I do. And so there's one for the book, right? And if they're really good and it's something I really want to imagine every day, I'll record it on an audio and listen to it every day. And and it's just an imagination station, like sit down and like, okay, wouldn't it be really, really fun if I got to go to several beaches this year and I ooh, got in a private jet and I love to imagine my clothes. So I'm like, I'm going to have this white suit on. It's going to look really good and the shirt's going to be low cut and my hair is going to be back. And I, I love the white suit image in a jet for some reason. But, <laughs> um, but just allow yourself to play. And like that whole Abraham Hicks says it really well, like, wouldn't it be fun if, like, instead of, I'm going to create, how do I create that I'm a New York Times bestselling author that has a $7 billion company that's, I'm getting, you know. Speak that's it, please speak it. it. Yeah, I am speaking it, right, Sherry? Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I'm from the South. That, is, that hits my soul in the right place. Um, yeah, so, so, but it's that playful, just imagining, like, wouldn't it be fun? It would be so much fun to just be in a ball gown that sparkled in the sky and, you know, yourself to play, play, like, wouldn't it be fun? And, and without having to know how and without, you know, having to see the clear path and then allow yourself the clear planning sessions. That's our masculine. So, you know, there are certain times you may get the message. Don't take any action. Listen, wait. If you're in that space, then listen and wait. <laughs> Don't take any action. Right? But for most of us, it's like being able to balance that playful imagining pocket and then go, and at 8 a.m., I go to the gym and I work out because I love muscles, right? And then I'm going to do a podcast every week with a high vibe nation because I say I have a podcast that impacts people in the world, right? So there's the part of you that, or all of us, that takes those actions consistently toward our dreams, like if you say you want to be a New York Times bestselling author, then commit to writing, you know, uh, and write, show up and spirit will appear. So take actions. But but here's the femme part is like sometimes when we're too far in our masculine, we will drive, drive, drive and we'll oh, grind so hard and get so tunnel laser focus, like I've got to go to college to become a journalist so I can become a writer. So then I can do, and then like you put all these roadblocks in for yourself when spirit's like, no, I'm going to have you be a writer for this magazine and oh, you'll be a producer without ever going to school, you know? Um, college, and so yeah. that's not, that's that um, imagination. Like it can't, it can't come in without you being willing. So one of my prayers is like, spirit, give me the eyes to see, like give me the vision, like give me the vision to expand my territory. Like give me the imagination in my heart, give me the openness 
And that's the fun and play again, because mm -hmm. when we're in fun, play, surrender, gratitude, we're open. When we're in, I've got to make it happen, or I'm scared that it's not going to happen, or I'm angry, you can feel it. You're constricted. Mm -hmm. You're shut mm -hmm. down. You're, this is mine. That's yours. You overhear me over there. I don't have, it's a very different feeling, right? So yeah. And to that point, I mean, why do you think, cause I get, I feel like a lot of times people are kind of afraid to let themselves play and really go into that imaginative state, you know, because it's like, we, we've kind of been trained not to do that in a lot of ways. And so how do you kind of encourage that for someone? Well, and let me just raise my hand and say, I'm the queen of like, serious, go, 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 you know, like in my heart, I am naturally playful and joyful. Like my highest self, I, I love to play, right? And so somewhere along the way for different reasons, I could probably spend energy validating the why. We all have different reasons. We're taught to be serious or like if you don't get it done fast enough, you know, uh, it's not going to happen for you. Or like what I used to do is like I'd manifest something and it's almost like I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I've got it from here. Now hold it. Go, go, go. Don't let anything happen to it. I've got to grip it hard because I got this once in a lifetime. It's never freaking going to happen again for, right? So, yeah. Like, so that's part yeah. of why it's a spiritual practice for me. Yeah. It's why I needed to write a book. Like our misery is our ministry, hold right? Hold the book up for a second. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's got that mirror image, majestic money, but um, it, it, it's a spiritual practice for me to play. Yeah. Right. Because when I, I, I tell the joke that I remember taking my daughter to six flags and my intention was for us to have a great day of play. Right. And she was probably five. And I'm like, Zaina, come on, go, go, go. We've got to get in the car so we can go have fun. You know, it's like, oh, and then I kind of saw myself and it's like, wait a minute. What what is the core intention? Which right. is that back to managing the moments, because if I'm angry and bitter and driving her all the way to Six Flags where we're going to show up and have fun. Any parent knows it's going to be a few hours before you actually unwind enough to have fun. Because even there, they're probably going to, you know, if you're already in that mood, it creates right. momentum and you're like, no, you can't have the soda. No, you can't have the, you know, just, no, we got to stand in the line. It's just uh, it becomes an energy. It's yeah. an energy. Like fun is an energy. Peace is an energy. You want the money and the business. Why? So you can have more fun, so you can express yourself, so you can make a difference, so you can enjoy. So so the way to that is that. Like the pathway to love is love. The pathway yeah. to enjoying your money is enjoying the money. So learning to manifest, because you can work hard and get the money. You know, did that at Disney. So much fun. Oh, yeah. Um, you can get the money. You can get the things and still it become it's an up. If you get it in an uptight place, it will remain uptight unless you have an aha moment 
and go, you know what? I'm being really uptight with my money. I'm going to relax and enjoy what I've created. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, there's an energy to it all. And I, I think, you know, New York probably represents America in the most like, Oh yeah, get it done. But we've had a whole culture of, you know, achieve, 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 even mm -hmm. like going and getting your juice and your yoga is, you know, a low key, like, look at what an achiever I am, you know, that I slept eight hours and then I, <laughs> this and I did, right. So, um, and I think that misses the whole thing, you know, because Mm -hmm. It's like, why do we even want those things? So if you know right. why you want them, and this mm -hmm. is a pretty common exercise, knowing why you want them, and then you be and create that now, then by the time it comes, and it, it's very likely to come faster when you move into that being space ahead of time. But mm -hmm. even if it didn't change the speed, even if you could go will your way because you're a very strong-willed person you know mm -hmm. fierce masculine if you could will your way to the soulmate to the body to the the car the house the vacation um it's like who are you gonna be when you get there mm -hmm. and is it gonna be like that staunch curled lip or angry lip or you know the uptight wound up face or is it going because that's who you you know we just are who we are and mm -hmm. so well and it goes back to that saying you got to be it before you see it and and I just love spot on one of the other things that I liked about in your book is how much you reference the queen the queen that we are and yeah. that speaks to me so clearly. And I, you know, I was hoping because we're getting so close to the end of the hour. One of the things that I was really hoping that you would agree to, because I just adore how you do it throughout the entire book, is that you would activate that queen in all of us. Would you do that for us? I have the chills, I have the chills as I just said, said that because of how you do it and how powerful it is in aligning us all with that in ourselves. Mm. Sherry, that moves me so much. And anyone watching, thank you for that. I'd love to. And so let me preface it by saying that every single woman, you are a queen. You have been given a queendom that is all yours. You've been given a life force energy that is meant to grow and flourish. And, you know, everybody has in her queendom all these gifts and tools and it's it may be like okay you need to figure out the wheat's over there the gold's over there and but you we all have it and my absolute belief is that you're we're in partnership with divine masculine adored and loved and nourished and every woman deserves to feel and know at the deepest levels herself as that queen and to wake up as queen on this planet. So here we go. Let's let's um, go ahead and go into this. I like to close my eyes so I can sense my body and my energy. And I'd love for you to place a hand on your heart and a hand on your womb. And just take a nice deep breath into your body. 
I want you to imagine pulling all of your own sacred energy, the energy that spirit gave just to you, the adoring, loving spirit that said, hey, I want to bring this beautiful life into existence. All that love that knows every hair on your head gave you a certain amount of beautiful energy. I want you to imagine pulling all of that energy, the energies that's meant to nourish your queendom, your goals, your dreams, your vision, your voice, your family, your legacy, your life, pulling that energy in like beautiful light cords, pull it into your brain, allowing that love energy to just flow through your brain. It was meant for your brain, not for the past, not for any other dimension, not for any, any other worry, any place that it is that it's not meant to be. We're calling that energy right back into nourish your brain now bring it down into your throat that loving energy meant to activate your voice your message your story your truth that is so important that is so valuable just because it is just because you are just because you are like any beautiful baby you've ever seen just because you are you are loved that love energy feel it taking space in your throat my voice is opening up as I feel it. I feel your opening. Bring it into your heart and allow it to just pour that love energy. See it feel, filling up and feeling up. <laughs> Down into the center of your stomach, bringing that love energy in, your sacred energy into your womb. And imagine a small spirit version of yourself, which is huge, but imagine standing inside of your body with your hands out and looking at the temple, the sacred temple that holds you, that brings you about, that allows you to express, to love, to make love, to climb, to sleep, to touch, to taste. This sacred temple that is yours, imagine just looking around in there and going, wow, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, thank you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And now I'm going to call in our highest selves, the ancestors, the God self inside of us, the divine masculine, and just imagine that we're surrounded by this highest energy and as we as queens across the world, I call in our divine highest energy, that inner genius. I call in the lessons in our DNA. I call in our own sacred expression. And I right now activate at a cellular level our own inner queen, our own divine knowing, our own wealth, our own wisdom. Our wisdom is our wealth. I call that wisdom open. Our wisdom is our wealth. As we share our wisdom, our wealth comes to us. It's coming right now. I call in confidence, joy, love, peace, laughter. And right now in this moment with my declarative power, with my sisters, Pamela and Sherry, and our own powerful intention and every woman and man who connects with us right here, right now, I declare we wake up as the queen that we are. We declare our love, our life, our wisdom, our joy, our right to thrive. Our bank accounts 
plentiful. Our love, our peace, plentiful. We release anything that no longer serves us with grace and ease, and we allow ourselves to shine bright. We see miracle after miracle, and we say today is the day that we took on a new level of self-actualization in harmony with divine light from our highest selves as the queens of our own queendoms. We send that love across the globe right now, raising the vibration with our intention Seeing love, 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 love all around the world, every planet that surrounds us so we can make it even bigger. And so it is. And so it is. Oh, my God. Wow. Brought me to tears. So powerful. Wow, girl. I started pouring with sweat and it's cold in here. (laughs) I can feel it everywhere. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you felt you the heat. So much. That was amazing. Mm. Just tingling, just all throughout my body. Mm. So beautiful. Well, yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so we're at that time, my beautiful friend, and I am just absolutely so enthused, so grateful, mm. just so, just so filled with the gift of you and shining that back on all of us, shining that gift of love on all of us. Share with our audience how they can get your book, where they can go, the name of it, show it up on the camera. Yes, yes. So Amazon, um, you can go to adorecrystal.com and the link's right there. Or Amazon, if you look up Majestic Money, the 30-day Fib Manifesting Game, it'll come up. And you can get the ebook right now for $3.33. Um, and you can get the book for $18.88. Here's what I love, love, love is happening is that people are starting book clubs and they're using it to increase engagement. I learned it from a Facebook master and she, she did it with her group and they start the game together, post the day, If you choose to do that, reach out to me at adorecrystal.com or Sherry's tagged me on social media. I'll record a little video saying, I'm so excited that you're reading along and I'll say your name. And then I will do a Q&A for the first 10, as many as I can, if it's beyond 10. Um, But yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Gosh, thank you, you so thank much. Thank you so much for being here. Such a joy to have you on and such a joy to have all of our listeners, all of you out here with us today as well. It's always just a blessing to us to be able to share stories and information out with you. So thank you again for being here with us. Yeah, yeah you ladies are amazing. Soul tribe, shining the light all over the yeah, world. Right. Dance. Like all of our friends always say, Sherry, dance, dance. I should <laughs> boom. 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 Oh, yeah. Remember my, remember my sugar booby boom boom? <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much.
much. You can find us at our website at www.thehighvibenation. You can find us on Facebook at The High Vibe Nation. And you can find us on Instagram at The High Vibe Nation. Until uh, Wednesday night, we thank you so much for being here with us. And Adora Evans, thank you so much, my beautiful friend. Thank you, ladies. You're amazing. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye, everyone. From everybody here at the High Vibe Nation, we want to say thank you for choosing to raise your vibration. And of course, please like, share, and subscribe. If you need to find us on the web, check us out at www.thehighvibenation.com. Looking forward to seeing you on the next episode and keep high vibing.